I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, Dykes? It's Carolyn here again to intro another episode of Love's a Pitch, which is my new podcast that I have over on another feed. So you're still listening to the Diking Out feed here. Uh, for a bit, I'm going to be just teasing these Love's a Pitch episodes. The one that is uh, about to play a preview of, it's with somebody who I've talked about a bunch on the Diking Out podcast in the past year. It's one of my favorite burlesque dancers in New York City, Ruby Quinn. And it was so fun to sit down and have a conversation with her about what it's like to date as a burlesque dancer and what's the difference between her uh, onstage and offstage personas and personality. It's a really fun discussion. And we've had some great guests so far. I've recorded a bunch more episodes that I have in the bag. Uh, you know, a mix of comedians and writers and performers, but we're soon going to get to our, should I call them normies? I don't, normal people, people who aren't performers who have submitted to be on the podcast. That's right. You can do that too. There is a link in the show notes. If you go over, well, go to the show notes here and there's a link to Love's a Pitch Go find that feed, go to the episodes there, and then you will find the links for everything you need to know about the show. You'll be able to apply to be a guest where you can talk to me about you know, what you're looking for, what you hope to find, uh, what are some issues you've had in the past, what's stopping you from finding what you want, and really just bragging about yourself, uh, letting all the listeners know why you're a catch, and I'll help give you that 
extra boost that you need. And, you know, past guests are already telling me people are sliding into their DMs. I'm just trying to advance the gay agenda here. And I need you to help me do that. I need you to listen to this podcast or tell people who you think uh, might like to listen to this podcast. You don't have to be single to listen to it. You can listen on behalf of other people you know. You can listen just to learn and be kind of a, a voyeur as to, you know, what's going on in the queer dating world right now. Um, I'm getting guests of all different sexualities, different places on the gender spectrum, it's been very interesting. I uh, I'm really proud of it, and I hope, I hope, please give it a listen. With that, now we're gonna get into a preview of an episode that I put out with Ruby Quinn. I think you're gonna like it. Check it out. You're listening to Love's a Pitch, featuring yet another babe from the queer community who is going to tell you why they're a catch and then let me grill them about all things love and dating, and hopefully I don't trigger any past trauma. I'm your host, Carolyn Bergier. I hope you've all been enjoying the podcast so far because I'm having a lot of fun with these conversations. Please tell your friends about it. Post about it on Lex. Go to at loves a pitch on Instagram and flirt in the comments. Join the Patreon so we can all overthink our love lives together. And please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts to combat any one-star reviews from homophobes and haters. Before we get to our guest today, a related thing this past Sunday, I went to Sinful Sundays at the historic Stonewall Inn in the West Village in New York. And Sinful Sundays is a show, an event, it's every other week, and it's put on by Honey Burlesque. And that's relevant because our guest today is a Honey Burlesque dancer. I had so much Fun. I mean, I've been to these before and they always are a great time. I always describe it to people as like chill queer strip club vibes. It's on Sunday. It starts at four. Everybody's hanging out and then the dancers come out and everybody is just having such a good time and nobody's being a creep, hopefully. Usually it's a great crowd for that. So I recommend if you're in New York, check it out. Follow Honey Burlesque and go support their events. They hire all queer dancers. It's so much fun. All right. With that being said, I'm so excited for this interview. I can't wait for you to meet this guest. So let's just get right into it. I am here with the fabulous Ruby Quinn. Ruby, how are you? I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm so excited to be on this podcast with you. This is exciting. Yes. You know, I always thought we would dike out together, but this is like just as good, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get I get time with you, so I'm happy. Yeah. Some of our listeners who were also listeners of Diking Out, you might remember me mentioning Ruby as part of uh, Honey Burlesque, which is a queer burlesque group in New York City. And they do stuff in L.A. too and perform at a lot of 
events in queer spaces and queer parties and all that sort of stuff. So that's how we met was, I think, I think on Halloween you were, well, you were dancing at a hot rabbit event. And then the next day I went to Stonewall and then that's where, where we actually met. And I was like, who is this person? I must know. That was a great day. I remember because it was so busy there too. And it was my, I think, was that my first time performing at Stonewall? I think it was like one of the first times I'd ever performed there too. So it was like super exciting. I just remember seeing you with your pink hair and being like, oh my God, Carolyn's out there. Like, yeah, not two years ago. No, like a year and some change. Yeah, yeah. It feels like a lot longer. But anyway, let's just get into it. First, before you get into your pitch, how do you identify? Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I am a queer, she-they, Brooklyn baby. I am polyamorous. I am also pansexual. No gender is safe from me. Yeah, that's who I am. (laughs) When you say Brooklyn baby, is that the same as like Taylor Swift saying she feels like people are sexy babies? Are Brooklyn babies and sexy babies same things or different things? Well, we hate T-Swifty. I'm sorry. Okay. I I cannot. I've never been able to. Coming out of the gates being super controversial here. uh, Yeah, I know that. Like, listen, I feel like I feel like a lot of the girlies are like, no, she's gay. Like. We're wait. We're waiting for her to come out, and I don't <laughs> trust her. I just have never trusted her. I'm like snake. Sorry. Fair. All right. Well, Swifties listening, before before you stop this episode, <laughs> let's at least let Ruby pitch herself. Right. Go for it. What? Why are you a catch? Okay. 
I am a catch. I know I'm a, a lot to catch, though. Um, <laughs> like, you know, you like you reel in the fish and you're like, this is going to be great. And then you get the fish on the boat and you're like, what did I just do? But I'm a good catch because, listen, I believe in adventures. I'm like such a hopeless romantic at heart. But it takes me a long time to like let someone in because I'm just like, because people are people. I don't trust them. I feel like I'm pretty open-minded. And I really try, like, you know, being poly, like, you have to be communicative and you have to be open with, you know, all of your partners. It's just not going to work and it's going to harbor dishonesty. So I think I'm I'm pretty honest and I'm upfront with what I want. I'm a burlesque dancer. I don't know. Like, that's sexy to watch your partner, you know, do some... I feel like I'm not selling myself. I feel people are, like, <laughs> in their head, they're like... <laughs> Yeah, and I really like the outdoors. I'm a country. I'm a country babe. You know, I want to, I want to serenade you under the stars. I want to do stupid cheesy stuff together. I don't know. Hopeless romantic. So, as a burlesque dancer, do you feel like that's a place where you end up meeting a lot of people that you end up dating, or is that a place you want to avoid meeting people that you? <laughs> end up dating. I feel like when I started, I was like, yes, I'm so excited to meet people here. Like, this is the best way to meet people in my sexy element. But then I realized I was like, oh, no, like, that's not a good idea. Because <laughs> yeah, people are attracted to like, your persona who like, you know, is part of you, but isn't you all the time. Right. I realized just very quickly, I was like, oh, no, this is not so I don't really like, like, if someone tries to ask me out while I'm dancing, I'm just like, oh, boy, I <laughs> I, just, I can't. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I just can't. So I do prefer, I don't do the apps anymore. Like, I really try to meet people in person just because, like, I don't trust apps. Like, I want to make sure I meet you in, a, like, a place that, like, I know that we already are both attracted to because we have similar similar wants, interests. So I mean, some like if I meet someone after the show, you know, and I'm staying around, we're talking. That's great, you know. But yeah, definitely not trying to like have someone whisper in my ear like while I'm dancing. Like I want to take you out to dinner. I'm like, don't do that. Yeah, just give me money now. <laughs> slide their number into your <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like the slide in. Oh my gosh, I literally one of someone the oh god they slid into my DMs. And they're like, I'm usually not attracted to performers, but I really just am so into you. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, that's supposed to make me feel good? And I see them at events all the time now. And I'm just like, mm -mm. when I was seeing this this one girl, she was like in her friend group. And I was just like, I'm never going to tell anyone what <laughs> you said to me. But I know. I know what you said to me. Anyways. <laughs> That just reminds me of sometimes people are like, normally, I don't like female comedians, but you are really funny. I'm like, oh, my God. You're like, wow, that's literally you just outed yourself as a sexist. Yeah. <laughs> as a misogynist. But I feel like that performer thing, it, it's like, oh, your type, usually not for me. <laughs> like, OK. Yeah, I'm like, um, <laughs> great. Yeah. You don't like talent. <laughs> I do get it because like. It is challenging, I feel like, to date someone who takes their clothes off for a living, you know? Yeah. It could be challenging because some people get really jealous. And it's like, it's my work. It's not me. 
And I just, je- the jealousy, like, the number one thing I just cannot stand is jealousy. Like, I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. And if, yeah, that could never work. Do you feel like you encounter a lot of people who say they're not jealous or they try to like convince themselves that they're not jealous, but then like have constantly jealous behavior? <laughs> yes. Or like even they're like, oh, it's totally fine. But then they see like, they see like you dance on someone and then they're like, well, what, what about that? Or like, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, if you're, I work at like a sex club and like this one, it's my friends. So like I kissed her in the performance. Like I also do a bunch of performances where like at the box, I'm in a, a number with all my friends and we're like making out on stage. And someone who I was seeing was like, well, I saw in this video, you were making out with them. I was like, well, yeah, this, I don't know. It's my job. Like, yeah. friend, I don't know. You don't, you don't kiss your friends. Maybe don't, but <laughs> I think I think friends should kiss each other more. I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah, a friendly kiss. Everyone loves that. As long as it's all consensual and not weird. Um Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.